Welcome everyone. Uh, happy Thursday. Uh, an Anytime Notebook, a day ahead of schedule. Uh, it's FA Cup. Well, there's an England game. We're all busy on Friday. Uh, lots taking our attention away. Uh, so me and John thought we'd get together a little bit earlier, talk through what weekend review of the action. John, how are you? Not too bad, mate. Yourself? I'm good. I'm good. I, I've got over the, the impending sense of doom on Saturday afternoon. We managed to pick out... We picked out, What did we pick out? We picked out the wrong Sheffield Wednesday centre-half because it was... Yep. McGuinness instead of um, Hickway, right? Yep. Um, we picked out we picked out the wrong Newport centre half. All of a sudden, what Mister Farquharson is, um, Mister Prolific, Mister Drysdale did get a chance, so he doesn't yeah, go completely. But, but, yeah, but those Newport, those Newport long throws still causing plenty of danger. Um, yeah, it was a it was a another frustrating weekend, but um, hey, the the, the signs are there. The um the, the long throw set pieces are. Continue to be an edge. Continue to be an angle. Your your reflections on last weekend? Yeah, like you say, it was really the the weekend of the long throw, um, actually resulting in goals, doesn't it? Um, you've already you already mentioned Newport. They just look ridiculously dangerous. Um, yeah, better than a corner, as someone will no doubt say, or already has, mm-hmm. um, which is probably true in that case. Um, I don't really want to mention it, but it's good to see Harvey Rogers score. Um, Again. He's, he's, I, was, he's, I was delighted. Mr. Was, uh, we, we were there before he was famous, right? But he is um, certainly making hay now. Well, that's, what, three or four goals? But, yeah, something to behold that form, I think. And, yeah, again, Accrington um, long throws, right? Yeah, brilliant throw by Doug Tharm, um, mm. my mate, who uh, I, I slagged off about four weeks ago. Um <laughs> that's gone well I, I might start invoicing clubs everyone I'm slagging off has started winning like Wimbledon <laughs> uh, ever since I stopped back in Harvey Rogers he scored three in five um, but yeah it's um, the thing with that with Rogers, uh, all his three goals have been really good finishes with a head um, absolutely they're not not been easy chances so I don't know it kind of justifies what I thought I saw in that he never really was getting loads of great chances but uh, as you know, and as we've seen last week with uh, Farkhouse, and it's just getting the we can spot them all right, but you just got to land on them on the right day, which is the those, hard part. Those Burton long throws, probably the only one from uh, what Thomas Hamer. Oh yeah, probably the only ones we haven't mentioned so far. They they were, I think I think the, the Mar- did the Mariapa equaliser either came from even if it didn't come from a long throw. I'm pretty sure there was. I saw enough highlights during that game to suggest that. I think, in fact, I think the first goal that Burton scored was came from the long throw, and it was it epitomises everything about what a long throw should be. Just caused kind of chaos. Yeah, that's the, right. What, Plymouth, um, Plymouth box, and they couldn't get it away. Yeah, the equaliser I think was uh, a Hamer header from a corner onto oh, okay. Mariapa yeah. uh, from memory, and yeah, I think the first one was a long throw. They also scored in midweek from a corner or yesterday, whenever it was. Mm. Uh, but um, yeah, Hughes and yeah. Mariapa, right? Still on the still on the radar. Um, trouble is, these prices are getting shorter and shorter, and yeah, the, the dangers, not, the we've, we've never on. really got paid on Hughes, and he's just shortening up all the time. Yeah. Um, I think it was uh, just checking here. Yeah, it was a uh, Mustafa Carrier who's come back from nowhere. Um, mm-hmm. Scored from the, the equaliser of the corner on uh, Tuesday night in whatever game that was. I'm getting really confused this week. All the games all over the shop, aren't they? Yeah, and we've got FA uh, Cup this weekend. Which is, I think some notes that are made that you know players that I was keen to back, or certainly some notebook notables that came out of last weekend for for 
teams that don't play this weekend, but we'll we'll mention them. Probably worthwhile starting, you know, is taking everyone's attention. Have you has your World Cup experience been so far, John? A good one? Uh, I think the games have been good. I know there's been a few nil nils now. I think there's been four four in the last couple of days, but I don't think there's been any like real you know, when you get those really horrible nil nils, um they've all had enough about them really. Um mm. I'm enjoying John Hartson, probably the only person in the world. Um <laughs> he's in the so bad he's good camp at the moment for me. He uh he the, the my favourite quote so far is when um Wales he wanted them to bring on Brennan Johnson. And he said, uh, he's not only a young'un, but he's a young young'un. Um, Absolutely. I, did, I didn't quite grasp what that meant, because A, he's not that young, and B, what is a young young'un? Um, I, I don't, want to, uh, I don't uh, want to ask John Hartson why he starts to classify the age of young people. But, uh, uh, yeah, let's, let's, move sleep, um, let's move on. And then, and then uh, one more from Hartson. Uh, John Champion, who I think is very good, kept him in... Um, Kept him under wraps a little bit in the Croatia Morocco game. Oh, there's two actually. The best, the best one was John Champion said to him, "How much added time do you think there'll be?" And uh, he just ignored him. And he, and then he said how much it was. And he said, "There's the answer to my rhetorical question." <laughs> and then he said to him, "I've got a note here. 83rd minute." He said to, he said, "Stick your head on the block, John." And he said it was nil nil Mor- uh, Croatia Morocco. He said uh, it could go either way or it could stay nil nil. Um, you, you can't argue with that, really. I was, I was, I was enjoying um, Hartson waxing lyrical about uh, the Coventry City Morocco ties oh, with Hadji yeah, and um, Chippo. But it seems I knew to, you'd love that bit. Yeah. It seemed to turn into some kind of kind of passive aggressive <laughs> bitter, bitter, rant, bitter yeah. rant about about uh, Kov letting him go. But like him and Chippo, Hadji went to Villa. He couldn't remember Chippo, could he? But Hadji went to Villa. No, and Bellamy he, went as well. And he's almost like saying, "Well, if you hadn't let us go, maybe you'd have, you know, been in the Premier League by now." You know, twenty odd twenty odd years ago, not the not the John Hartson, not the influential John Hartson I kind of remember in a in a cough shirt. But um, but it's no, good to know um, he's still bitter. Anyway, that was good. <laughs> the the, uh, the just a couple of the the constant amazement that non European teams can actually play football is is, is one of my favourites. <laughs> you know, we had uh, Danny Murphy in the game earlier today, South Korea Uruguay after. 10 minutes he said I, I can't believe how fit the South Korean side is and how, how organised it is um, <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much all play in Europe in good leagues but never mind you know, don't, don't worry about doing any research Danny it's, exactly uh, my, my, my favourite or my worst is is Vincent Company. I don't know whether there's some some Burnley bias going into this with all the you know the, the, the immediate history that's building up between Burnley and Cov but he, there, there is someone Great player, but he's he is trying so hard to convince everyone that he didn't just do an average job at Anderlecht, or he didn't, and he and he hasn't just walked into a parachute payment championship club. He's like, you know, he slows. They ask him about kind of you know the tactics set up after the first half or at the end of the game. He's so keen to just convince everyone that he's a proper oh, yeah. serious it's, adult. Um... Foot, you know, I'm a proper adult now who's done my badges and I know what I'm, he's. I'm not buying it at all. I'm not, but um, the time will tell. But uh, I'm enjoying Vincent Company play the part uh, anyway. The thing that um, I think uh, Nigel De Jong's pretty good, uh, yes. pretty reliable. At least he comes up with a few original points. And as a lot of people have said, Andros Townsend was very good uh, mm, earlier today. That. Actually, done the research, and he'd watched a friendly, which seemed to get everyone uh, his 
colleagues seemed completely uh, astounded they'd put a bit of work into it. Yeah, but. Absolutely. Those people that come into that role with a you know genuine appetite to let me show you that this is a job interview for a, for a job on Sky or appearing, you know, that's how they all start. It's, it's when they get a bit too comfortable, right? That's when that's when everyone just starts to relax. They don't need to put they don't put the work in. They're just following someone else's notes. But um, yeah, bit um, bit like me with you this week when you've done all the work and I, I'm I'm, ram, I'm rambling about the World Cup. That's good. <laughs> I think it's what people want to hear. I was disappointed. I got to about Monday lunch when I was kind of reviewing everything for the weekend before I realised you know all these players that I was getting excited about. It's going to be a couple of weeks before we can back them, and you know FA Cup weekend, and it's um yeah they, they, not as much action as we wanted. Should, should we should we talk a little bit about what we what we saw last weekend? Anything anything on your radar that immediately kind of popped up from when you were looking through um how the matches played out? Um, the only one really was which you've noted as well is was Owen Beck for Bolton. Um, he had that. It was kind of an open goal, wasn't it? Um, it looked like he kind Comes of hesitated a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, um, looked a little bit apprehensive on over it. Maybe I'll say bottled out of it, but he, I think he was a little bit worried about the challenge. Um, but we know that uh, Connor Bradley scored, didn't he? Or was that he last did. weekend? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. So, so we we know all about that. It's all through the wing backs. It's all um, a lot of the Bolton tactic, and they've needed someone on that left side. So if he can get a run in the team. Then he is um, hopefully he's going to be a bigger price than Bradley. Definitely, yeah. He didn't he didn't start in midweek. I think uh, who would be Declan John would be there, wouldn't he? Left back in uh, left wing yeah, back in. Pro- but yeah, that's that's what that's potentially what two Liverpool loanees, right? In either either wing back for for Bolton. It'll be interesting. I didn't see what price he went off at the weekend because it was his first. Was his, no, I didn't. I missed that. To but I'll be interested. That was the they don't play until. Next weekend, obviously Bolton. So it'd be interesting to see where the where the market arrives, but but he could be on the list. It, it felt like a um. There was a couple of wing backs that I was looking at. It felt you know we we know enough about kind of centre halves and where the threats are coming from. But um, yeah, a couple just made my radar. I think Liam Gordon for Walsall, another Bolton link, right? So ex Bolton Liam Liam yeah, Gordon. Um, five shots, two on target against Corley last weekend. It, it, it feels like. Actually, the, the the more he plays, the step down class could should really see him scoring more than he did at Bolton. But it was always on our radar for Bolton. He's twelve to one in the in the cup versus uh, versus Carlisle. So Warsaw Carlisle might be one to look out for. But he, he was certainly looked prolific enough, and Warsaw playing well, right, and, and you know on the front foot, and cup run could be right up their street as well. So that looks a, a good opportunity. The only other one I had was James Maxwell for Doncaster as well. So yeah, we're well, opposite side to um, our friend Carl Knoll. Eight in sixty in the Scottish Championship the last couple of seasons it looks to be the you know, key beneficiary of those changes in personnel at Doncaster and Schofield coming in and making a few changes. Six shots in his last five, certainly on the list of um, of, of wing backs that um, that look look like they're getting full plenty and creating plenty of opportunities. And we, I guess, we know. You know, one thing I'll always say is there are wing backs are one of those. They're never quite the value that you see in them, right? They're they're, they're they never score quite as often as they as they should do. No. I think I'd always rather be on the side of a centre half, but it's always good to keep a keep an eye out and pushing forward and game state and all of those things. You know, a versatile wing back. It's always good to have a few on your side. Yeah, the, the problem is the ones that do score, like Connor, Connor Bradley, is so far forward. The price yeah. is completely gone. Um, Absolutely. 
So you, you kind of need them to be so far forward that they're getting five or six shots away a game. But if they're doing that, you're not going to get the price. So it's difficult. Or you, yeah, or the um, like Sean Rooney is who's uh, right wing back yeah, in all but name, right? Who's who's probably I don't know if you look at Weisskow, he's probably still down as a right back or a right centre back, isn't he? But we know if you can pick anyone out that's that's playing a position that actually the formation doesn't necessarily suggest that they are. But yeah, so hopefully a few there that's you know we can we can get on early doors. Um, I did notice um, Caleb Taylor had a overhead kick on target against uh, Wickham for Cheltenham. He was, I was look, when I was looking through the XG, that was one that came up there. He's a good overhead yeah, kick. He's, uh, he's, um, he's, um, he had a couple of, uh, I think it was midweek, he had a couple of targets again in midweek. I did look at that game um, just for a change. I know we keep saying it, but he's definitely due. I think he's due more than one as well, if he actually gets one. It's just trying to, uh, trying to land on him. But yeah, he was... Um, he was someone told me he was the best player on the pitch against Wickham by a long way. So, Wickham are. I, I posted up a um, a blog post in in midweek. People, if they're listening, how and they checked it out, they should do. There was a there's like yeah, a free a free good. kind of stat pack, which is just a load of kind of Excel spreadsheets where I all most of it's free data from from various places. A bit of Y Scout stuff in there as well, but the stuff that I use just to every month or so just to reevaluate where players are, uh, where teams are in terms of expected yeah. points, expected goals, download that. But there's also, I also keep some um, some lists, kind of last four, kind of match form around kind of XG set piece. A lot of those, a lot of those websites, like the analysts and stuff we tend to use, always, they give you kind of season to date totals, I guess. So often one thing I want to do is just pick up on trends a little bit quicker. So, but I guess the reason I started talking about that was Wickham were one of those teams actually last four matches, given up plenty, you know, for what is notoriously, you know, a good, yeah, a good set piece defending and attacking side. Um, so that's, you know, those, those, those lists are often quite good just to get on, pick up on vulnerabilities nice and early. Um, Couple of, just a couple of other centre backs, I guess, on my list. I picked out Lewis Gibson. Be careful with your your Bristol Rovers staking, because I think you've got you got a you got two Lewises. You got a Gibbons as well, haven't you? I think, but um, loads of them are priced yeah, just, up. Um, just just write just write it funny on a betting stick and get all three. You can get all three for your money. When you, uh, who, who was it? The, the um, was it the pencil man? Was it the pencil man? Oh, it was back in the day. Man, I remember yeah. the pencil yeah, man. Yeah, who's you know would have every number on a every every one to six on a on a dog bet form, and he'd try and claim everything. Anyway, that goes back in the day. Hopefully, if that means anything to you, you're a, you're, a, you're an old school punter like us. But um, but yeah, be careful of your um your naming. But Everton loan. Four shots in two. Yeah, two of them were from the same move against Peterborough. Didn't play midweek. Um, I'll be checking the team news. Bristol Rovers have got uh, Bourne Wood at the weekend. I think Gibson was about fourteen to one, which which looks a price. And well, the only other price, one, yeah, considering. And the only other one with we, good news for good news for for backing Grimsby. So Niall Mayer um, looks. Just just picked up. You know, followed. He had a goal against Stevenage a couple of weeks ago. Had another two good efforts. Um, which not headers from set pieces, but on the ground um, versus Accrington oh. in the EFL Trophy um, midweek. I wondered. You're always looking for waterfalls. Always underpriced, isn't he? I think when you if you if you want to back a set piece threat for Grimsby, you're always looking at Luke Waterfall. Maybe Niall Mayer. Yeah, yeah, could be could you, be another um, one to add to the list. The, the thing with uh, Luke Waterfall, you don't want to go chasing him, do you? 
There it is. There it is. Thank the what the one hundred and one landed. Uh, thanks, John. <laughs> I think you, you you saw that coming as soon as you said Niall Mayer. I think yeah. that's it. I was I was flicking through odds checker going right. I let him have. I let John have his little moment here. Okay, there it is. And then we move. Thank on. you. Thank you, um, John. We uh, we did look ahead to to some of those cup ties. We both landed on the same game. <laughs> I'll let you go first. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> I'll let you go first. Quite, quite clever, really. Um, yeah, I didn't really, I don't know, I find it hard to get too excited about the Cup, but especially this set of fixtures, um, there's a lot of heavy heavy favourites, aren't there? So mm. that obviously skews your prices with your Burtons, for example. Um, we've both fallen on uh, Harrogate at Hartlepool. Um, I'm gonna, I'm quite interested in Jaheim Headley, uh, 14 to 1 best price. Uh, talking of wing-backs, even though he's a left-back, really, um, last few games he's been linking up increasingly well with fellow Huddersfield loney Daniel Grant down the left flank. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, well, I don't think it, it was in writing that Mark Fotheringham, the Huddersfield boss, was at the game against Mansfield last weekend. And uh, it was also written down in the article I read that he left at halftime beaming. So make of that what you will. Mm-hmm. Whether they're going to call him back in... Uh, January it doesn't matter for the purpose of this, but he um it seems like he's rapidly improving. Um, I think the progression from the direct style early in the season to the more uh, patient, expansive one really helps him. Uh, see, obviously that's kicked into good effect with a thrashing really of Mansfield last week. Uh, one thing that stuck out there, uh, he only had two shots in the game, but it's, this is something I like to look for. Yeah, the second one, his best chance from inside the box, was in the last minute when they're 3-0 up from open play. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a sure sign of the intent, regardless of the match state. Uh, about 0.2 XG. Uh, he also had a 0.3 expected ex- assist from open play. So it shows you he was a long way forward in the game. He's actually notched twice already this season from 19 starts, which isn't, isn't bad. He's getting forward more in this style. Uh, I think we've said enough that Hartlepool just not very good um, without without being rude, but there's someone you want to be against. Um, uh, when I first saw the fixture, I just thought it's going to be all about um, Burrell here after we mentioned him last week. Mm. But after I've had a look at it, I'm, I think I'm going to sway towards Headley, but you've got another um, Harrogate man, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, I mean it's uh, we, we did talk quite a lot about Harrogate last week, didn't we? You mentioned... Um... Headley and Grant, you know, their set piece delivery. There's no mistake about it. I think they were, they were. You know, it, it looks clever. It looks there's there's some good movement. Yeah. Bowles on the list. I, I'm going to put up Joe Matic at 25s. You had a, you know, a couple of blocked efforts in the in the last few weeks. Just looking here, you've got to go all the way back to um, EFL Trophy um, 2021 in um, September. So over a year since his last goal, but probably you know doing a little bit more. Had a, had another chance again. Against, um, you know, picked up some XG against Mansfield last week as well. So, uh, you know, as you said, Hartlepool there for the taking, right? Or the, the, the cup can um, can throw up a few strange results. Um, but yeah. have a good. But you want in. to talk about um, you want to talk about class droppers. That's a class dropper, isn't it, Joe Matter? Really? So, well, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. What? So, League One and with yeah, them, cha- Championship. Well, Championship for a long time, yeah. even I think maybe a little bit of Premier. I'm not sure. Um, he's only 32. I presume he was older than that. 
I think he's had a few bad injuries, hasn't he? Um, he has. Yeah, yeah. West, West in the Premier League with West Brom. Yeah, at Rotherham for a long time. Got mm. a few there. I've got notched a few. So yeah, that's a, he's certainly someone who you think could be a little bit, um, a little bit of class at this level. We shall be back next week. The resumption of league action. Um, I've no doubt we'll post up a few thoughts if people are following social media over the weekend as well. Um, enjoy your. Um, punditry analysis we'll look forward to more next week we'll get them to work a little bit harder so you've got some more pleasing words to say about uh, World Cup pundits next Friday but uh, but um, until then we'll speak next week shall we thanks mate yeah take care